everyone, and welcome to episode 45 of my podcast, I Stand Strong. As always, I am Teddy, coming at you from my bear cave in the concrete jungle of the beautiful Midwest. And because he started this idea last last time we talked, technically, here's Tony! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Hello! <laughs> We love you, Tony. Ah. Oh, oh my God! You got to get a soundboard going with some of that stuff on there, dude. I I actually have a soundboard on here that if I wanted to go full on like '90s morning show, it has the rim shot, it has the oh, round of applause, it has the wah, 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 wah. <laughs> nice. And I thought about joking around with it at some point in time, but. It's just it. It's so cheesy that like I don't know. <laughs> I, I have a podcast I listen to where one that they use a lot for uh, like when they tell a joke that doesn't land. One of the one of them on the soundboard is from a uh, is from Call of Duty where they say uh, you know like oh we almost had him better look we'll get him next time. <laughs> yeah, I love when uh, when scott johnson uses them on like film sack and whatnot when he'll throw in he, it he, a sound he, file he never hits the right button on the first try though oh i think that actually makes it more funny sometimes <laughs> yeah but, but all right anyways, well let's go so, ahead and do our yeah topic so the, the topic that we are doing today was actually brought up last episode where you you know we were talking about um great twists plot twists in games and throughout talking about one of them you brought up like Topic: The topic of great game sequels that surpass. Well, I look at this as like met, if not surpassed, mm-hmm. their originals. You know, and, and like I briefly mentioned, then it's like, in theory, the sequel should always be better because it's it should. You, it's 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 usually a, either either a, the, the developers have learned more, you know, programming techniques from the from the first game that they can apply to the second, or just better hardware, you know, better, well, yeah, better tech, better technology to work with, and uh, you know, so in theory, a sequel should always be superior to the the uh, one before it, but as we all know, that doesn't always work out. Yeah, yeah, but I can we, think, I could probably think of way more that failed to meet the expectations exactly, than exactly. ones that actually met, if not exceeded. However, right. I do have a decent list that I've put together of ones that I think surpassed originals, but oh, good. there are also, you know, once again, mileage may vary because there may be people who hear some of these and like, dude, that did not even come close to the original. I think they're right. wrong, but whatever. Uh, and another one is, uh, a couple that I would, I would not say, uh, surpass the original, but I'm going to give, I'm going to give them, uh, honorable give mentions. Their, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give them, uh, their, their, their due credit because, I don't think they're better than, than the ones that came before them, but I appreciate what they were trying to do, and that's with uh, Nintendo. They had they had a streak there for a while. Like uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers Two was weird. I wouldn't say it was better than the first one, but it's weird. It's an interesting take. Zelda Two was the same thing. Where it's Ooh. I wouldn't say it's better than the first one, but it's an interesting take. Okay, so with, I, I respect that with respect Zelda that. Two. I will give credit to Zelda 2 for trying to do something different. Exactly. It, yeah, did it, did it really not? land? That's that's a, open for interpretation. With Mario 2, I think my biggest problem with Mario 2 is it's not a bad game itself. It's just that it's a reskin. 
Because mm-hmm. it was originally another game that they just put but the Mario characters knew, nobody into. Nobody knew that back then. And I guess that's the problem. Is like Now that I know it, that hurts it a little bit to me. But I yeah. guess if I just look at the game itself, it was a perfectly serviceable game, but I'd still rather play the original one or thank you, give me Mario 3, if any of them. I'm sorry, Mario that, 3 is still the high point to me on the, of the NES ones. Now, now uh, Mario 3 over Mario World? Interesting. I said over NES game. I'm, I'm talking only oh, in the NES, NES ones. Okay. I'm not going into the... Yeah, it's like I didn't... See, the other thing was like I was trying to stay away from franchises that have that many games, although I did kind of go to a couple of them on here. Um, but like with Mario, yeah, like I'd put Mario 3 over Mario 1. Don't get me wrong, I loved Mario 1. It was one of the first games I played mm-hmm. at home in my home, so it kind of has that nostalgia. But 3 right. was awesome. And you also have to realize I didn't play a whole lot of Super Nintendo. Yeah. That's all right. And that is something I am trying to rectify now. And let me tell you, yeah. that's harder than hell to do sometimes. Uh, anyway, so what, let's... Um, let's so are, are the, do you have any caveats here? Like, are you going with only part twos? No, part I have one? not only gone with part twos. Okay. I, there are a couple where I went further down the line where I think, like, like um, throughout the series, they had, like, a better... They had, like, you know, they really refined it. Mm-hmm. And we'll, because, we'll get into that. Uh, like, then, like, okay, or, like, the, the, are you are you excluding console generations? Like, if it makes a leap to a next no, system, didn't even does, didn't does, even does, set that one up. Okay, okay. I was just, just wanted to get get an idea. No, I, I get I get you. No, I and I fully understand. It's like to me, I'm very loosey goosey on my stipulation, except for like I'm not going to let you take. You know, like, um, let's see. I'm trying to think of like some well. If you throw out any in there, I'm like, okay, that's kind of loose. I'll accept it, but I'll still kind of be like, yeah, maybe there's a little bit of a, a right. gray area there. Right. But, like, I mean, let's face it. Like, the, the one that started this, brought this topic up is a part three of a franchise, oh. and that's Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. So I figured we'd start mm-hmm. there just because we threw it out there. It's already out there. And, like, yes, All it right. is. Do I, have I played that one as much as I played the original Metal Gear Solid? No. But I recognize how badass that game is. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely see the argument for it being better than the original Metal Gear Solid. Yep. And uh, that remake can't get here quick enough, man. I can't wait to play that. I am I am hopelessly optimistic about it. Like, I'm really hoping it doesn't, like, shit the bed. Are, are you more interested in the remake, or would you or would you rather play the... the uh, the remasters that you know that we're going to have one, two, and three on one day. I almost want the remasters just because it has one and three. I mean, let's face it; like two is to me proof of the other side of this conversation, where you have a game that was like didn't really meet the expectations of what it could. Graphically, it did, but that game has some serious issues. I don't know. I kind of wonder if you, if you, if we give that a replay, if it'll be like. I can see what he was going for there. It's not as shit as I remember it being. And, and, and with Kojima, you do sometimes have to give a game like two or three chances before. Because let's face it, yeah. like yeah. I'm hearing a so, lot of people, especially like I was a big Death Stranding fan. Like I loved mm-hmm. it on my first playthrough. There's a lot of people who have played it like a second or third time. They're like, okay, this game is actually really, really good. Compared mm-hmm. to when they first played it, they're like, what the fuck did he do with this game? Mm-hmm. But anyways... But yeah, so we started there. Uh, I'm actually surprised we did, you didn't start with. I think the one that we probably consider the goat in this discussion, okay, which would, pro- which would probably be uh, Uncharted Two. Wow, you know what's funny is 
I didn't even put the Uncharted games on here. Wow, because two, two, I think is probably from a from a part one to part two out of any franchise. I can't think of one that's that's a, a better gold standard for improving on everything. Yeah, but you know what's funny is if if I was gonna put an Uncharted game on here, it actually wouldn't be two that I'd hold as the gold standard of the of that series. Oh wow! I'd okay. probably go to three or four. Not oh, and and with that, I would disagree with you. I'd be like, no, Lost Legacy is the pinnacle of that series. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> See, in there, I'd, I guess I would have to say with this one, I had to put the caveat of of the Nathan Drake ones. Three or four would be my favorite. One is good. Two is leaps and bounds better than the first one. But uh-huh. three and four are the ones to me that like they kind of argue for the best in the game because I think the storytelling got a lot better into three but four there are just so many moments that are freaking maybe it's because of the graphical quality they could render to the faces just the the heartbreaking moments I mean I'm pretty sure what he talked about it on here that moment where they come into the hotel room and his wife is there and she's put together that he's been lying to her for all that time and just the Mm -hmm. looks on their faces guy like I I get chills just thinking about it. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's definitely an example of uh, technology. Finally, uh, our technology is is the driving force of why that that's so much better than the ones before it. Yeah, so I guess yeah, I guess I guess I'd almost have to pull back to three just because at least one through three were all on PS3, where number four was like what around launch of PS4. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, that's yeah. Wow, I can't believe I did. Like, I actually feel like a jackass for not even thinking about the Uncharted games in this list. So I'm really glad you did. You did the thought on that one because, like, I, I feel I, like I, I horrible thought, that I forgot about that one. Well, no, I thought for sure we were on the same wavelength. Where it's like, if you're if you're going to have this discussion, the the template or or the the shining example of a, a sequel can be better than the original. I always think of Uncharted too because. I agree with you that the three and four and Lost Legacy are technically better, but part two set the gold standard for the series going forward. I think they just they just built on what part two did. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you know, looking at it from the the, the just the cold idea of one to two, you had the biggest leap as far as mm-hmm. like quality of life game to the gaming. Right. And everything um, after that was kind of more iterative rather than yeah, it, a, a it just sea change. Took what they had already refined, refined it a little bit more, but then kicked the storytelling up a little more in three and four. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. So I, 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 you know, like I said, I'm not gonna. I, I'm definitely not saying you're wrong on this. I'm just saying it's like to me. Well, you know, I don't. Like th- a, I don't think you're wrong either. But I was just surprised yeah. we weren't on the, the the same wavelength with um, that one. Wow. Whenever we have this discussion, that one almost always comes up. And, you know, especially after just <laughs> listening to Filmsack talk about the Uncharted movie, which I have no interest in seeing, but don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, you still haven't seen it? You, oh, no, God. I, I, I can't, like, I don't care That's how bad. much I like Tom Holland. I can't get past Marky Mark as uh, Sullivan. That is just, that is horrible casting from the beginning. I don't understand, and I don't even understand how they dropped the ball in that movie so bad. It's a video game that's that draws its inspiration from Indiana Jones. How hard is it for you to make an Indiana Jones ripoff movie? 
Well, yeah. And I'm sorry. <laughs> if you don't have Nathan Fillion playing Nathan Drake, you're already wrong. I like Tom Holland, but dude, Nathan Fillion is is Nathan Drake. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, but, you don't even have to, you just have to put him in a white shirt and the holster. He's already Nathan Drake. Uh, they have the same but, face, the same haircut at the time. Anyways, yeah. anyways. <laughs> yeah. I just right. way off. Um, but okay, so since you, yeah, wow, I can't believe I didn't think of the Uncharted, especially when I was the driving force of you getting into the Uncharted yeah. games. Yeah, I played what, all, four, all five of them in a row. Um,. Okay, so I guess I'll go with an, another one of like what I think is a, a gold standard in the like. Okay, the the first game was was good, and it really showed the bones of what the second one and further could be, and that's Borderlands Two, baby. I put uh-huh. so much time into Borderlands Two, and the first game, like the idea of the game, was great. The story mm-hmm. was lacking, you know. I loved the classes. I still think that one probably had some of the best characters for your classes. But the second one took everything they did that they discovered with that first one and made it so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you add in the fact that it has just like the one of the best mustache twirling villains of all time in mm. video games. <laughs> it, it, it really says something about that series that uh, they they basically been chasing that dragon ever since. Yeah, well, well like like I said, I I would if I were to rate the Borderlands games, I'd probably go two. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, even though it's kind of an offshoot to the thing. Um, <laughs> then I'd go one they- and three pre sequel. I'd actually put the pre sequel above three, actually, believe it or not, because oh. the pre sequel at least had somewhat of a story that I, I liked. Now, do you think, uh, tiny Tina, you hold it in high regard with, uh, because of recency bias, because it's, it's been such a recent play. No, I just, I love, I love what they, cause they, it, with, with tiny Tina, they, once again, they took what was working, but then because they're doing the whole take on dungeons and dragons, they expanded it by giving you the ability to like cross your classes and, mm-hmm. Um, like really create your character like you know down to like the looks you know hairs eyes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I may, maybe the customization like I've always loved a game that gives me the option to just make my character look incredibly unique in my own way mm-hmm. so maybe there's a little bit of biasy there but that and the story the storyline is awesome like yeah. Will Arnett doing the voice of uh, the dragon lord is just awesome yeah yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, um, I, I got one. Uh, I'll go on to the next one here. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be on your list because even though I'm even though I'm recognizing it, I know it's more your thing. Okay. Is um, I, I ha- on my list. I have Silent Hill too. That is a great game. I love that. Because game. a lot of a lot of mine. Uh, the the general theme of the ones I have on my list are. The one, the one before it was the skeleton, but it didn't really have meat on the bones. And the second one is where they bring it all together, and and uh, you they take yeah. everything they were they were they were they take all the seeds they were planting in the first game, and and really it really comes to fruition. Because like in the second one, it's scarier. It's uh, it has a better story. 
you know, I, I, it has I, I, the mo- it has one of the hardest to stand sequences in gaming when you're talking to a guy as he pukes and it sounds so fucking realistic. You know they got microphones in a room with with, with people that are just throwing up outside of a bar or something. <sighs> <sighs> Dude, that is like that. Like, I don't care how much horror is in that game. That is still the part of that game that makes me the most uncomfortable. But mm. then you also have the fact that two was also the introduction of Pyramid Pyramid Head, and a lot of people keep like you know, like in their minds, retcon that to being one. No, Pyramid uh-huh. Head was part uh-huh. two. Uh-huh. He is just now like kind of like the mascot of that franchise. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was... I figured you would like that one. I mean, and that's another one where uh, technology is the reason it probably got pushed forward because well, yeah, I don't the think first... they could have made the same. They, they couldn't have made the same game on PS One. I don't the, think the first one, yeah, was PS One, and then the second one got dropped on once again. I think it was early PS Two. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember I got a PlayStation Two just as that game was coming out, mm-hmm. and yeah, that game. That game had the atmosphere, but I mean, I think the updated visuals really helped that one. I think how far they had come with voice acting really helped that. Because mm, that first it's one cheesy, was rough it's cheesy as hell. So, but, oh well, it is by nowadays standards because you know. But, you look but what's at, great is, is that's what pisses people off about the remake is they redid all those voices and people are like, no, we want we want the cheesy. Well, no, the cheesy goodness. I, see, no, to me, it wasn't. Like, could I played that re? I played that remake, remaster, whatever they fucking call that bullshit. Uh, um, well, remaster, yeah, a remake is on the way was, though. It was not the fact that they took the cheese out of it. It's the fact that it sounded like there's points where it sounds like they're recorded in like a bathroom or something. Like no. the, the the quality <laughs> of the voiceover was not great. Like yeah. the recording sounded off, and th- then you get into the aspect of. The whole brilliance of the Silent Hill games was the mist, the fog in the town, like obscures the creatures. The creatures aren't great when aren't like creepy when you see them up close. Mm-hmm. They're creepy when you see them as like a shadow moving through the cla- the fog. And, 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 and that's another thing is uh, the fog in the second game is there for a creep factor. The fog in the first game is there just to hide the pop up. The oh, game has. yeah, I, I don't, I don't doubt that in the slightest. It was to hide loadings, basically, probably. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I will go along with like essentially what you were, you, you know, you've kind of been going theme wise with this next one. Once again, the bait, the first game was really good, but really the bones made for the second, like ex, you know, t- they took the bones of the first one. And made it so much better. Mass Effect 2, baby. <laughs> yep. Once again, another game where, like, you know, that first one, let's face it, there's points in that first one that are rough. Especially, like, with the faces, like, editing, popping in as you're talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. But then that second one, you know, they, they got rid of, like, I mean... They refined the the RPG-ness of it and made it a little more action-based, but it played for that game better. Then mm-hmm. you know, you know, like what they did, you know, because the the core of their their system when they made the first one still felt a lot like Star uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which worked for that game, 
but mm-hmm. I don't really feel like it worked really well for the whole cover and shoot system that they were going for in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a good one. I mean, uh, I think they got a little bit away from the RPG-ness of the first one, and, yeah, and it started leaning towards more shooty-shooty, which went even further in the third one. But I think, I think that that's what really where that franchise really shined though. I don't think the whole art, the whole strength of a shooting style game was going to work real well with that RPG style though. Mm. I really think that's kind of one of the things is because it's like, yeah, it just, I don't know. It just, it just felt clunky in the first one. I mean, it still was playable. It wasn't so clunky. It was like, I could never touch that game again, mm-hmm. but it definitely felt clunky compared to when they took a little, the RPG restraints out of it and made it more, Based around, yeah, like a cover shooter. Mm-hmm. But. That's yeah, a solid one. That, that, that's for sure. I mean, and it, it does improve on the first one in every way. Yes, it does. Um, so, Recipe uh, thing. No. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know he dies in the third one, but you introduce to him in the second one. Oh, God. And Morden Solace introduces in the second one. Yeah. God dang. Yeah, I, I'm due for a replay. Of that I got, I got to play that trilogy. I've got it. I've got it on my PS5 right now. The Legacy Collection or whatever that one they yeah, dropped is. Yeah, I just like, yeah. but I always get st- distracted by other games that I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, and so my next one is uh, uh, I wrote down a uh, Batman Arkham City. Oh, you hit one of them. That that is the first hit that's on my list. Actually, oh, believe it or not, Silent Hill right. Two wasn't on there because I don't know why. Like. My mind, I'll freely admit, you know, last week was a train wreck for me. Mm-hmm. So my mind made, was obviously a little off because I missed like two glaring ones without Silent Hill 2 and Unchar- an Uncharted Gabe on here. Mm-hmm. But that's why I'm glad you were there and you did your, your, you know, your, your side of it because, wow. Yeah. But Arkham City, is a, it's another one where it, it, built, it built on the bones in the first game. It learned lessons from the first game that it tried not to repeat them with that whole uh, detective view. <laughs> I was going to say detective mode. Yeah, because oh, that game, I mean, the first game was good? beautiful, but you couldn't see most of the beauty because you had to be in detective mode all the time. Uh huh. Uh huh. So uh, you know, and it it, it uh, the cutscenes and the cinematics were were a bit bigger and bolder. The 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 writing I think was better. The combat as as much as it flowed in the first game. I think it was ret- refined and it felt even better in the second one. Oh yeah. Well, then you know the 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 tw- the turn to the full open world, so to speak, of Arkham City really plays to Batman well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that would also be what you know, like because I will put Arkham City and the Sony Spider-Man game kind of in the same thing, where it's like half the beauty of that those games are just sailing over the city, like mm-hmm. traversing the city. As Batman or Spider-Man, because it feels like you are that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much so you you don't want to fast travel, even if the option's available to you. Yeah, yeah. Although the Spider-Man one did have some really cool fast travel uh, cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, those were fun. <laughs> yeah, some some were really good. Yes, they are. Oh god. But, all right, so moving right along. Oh, what's, your, what's your next? Okay, one? I'm gonna go with um, one that. And I, w- I would actually put this one as the peak of the series, even though I think like the the two in the main series that followed after it weren't bad, but they just never recaptured the beauty of the second one. 
And that Saints Row 2. Uh, yeah, I and, agree. And drop the mic on that one. Because the first one, like, the first one was very much, like, just trying to be a GTA clone. Mm-hmm. The second one... But you, but you you think the second one's superior to the third one? I liked Crackhead Shondi more than like the uptight Shondi. <laughs> Let's face it that like that that really comes down to it. Like I loved the like I mean don't get me wrong the third one's great and then plus the third one you don't have Johnny Gat for most of the game. I'm sorry that's that is a major strike against you right there. They, they they knew they fucked up when they so that they had they released a DLC. You know, so no 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 they they fixed that in the fourth one. Technically. Oh, was it the fourth one? Was it the fourth one with the Get Out of Hell DLC? Yeah, the fourth one had the Get Out of Hell DLC, but you also yeah. find out that like, no, Gat was so dangerous that the aliens that take over the world in number four, like, basically kidnapped him early because they knew there's no way they were going to take the planet with someone so violent there. Which is <laughs> <so> funny, stupid. <laughs> and but it's stupid, and it's like you have a whole game where you don't have Johnny Gat. Which let's face it, if there's a mascot to the Saints Row games. It's Johnny Gat, uh-huh. voiced by the great Jan- was it Daniel Day Kim? I believe is the Daniel Day Kim. Yeah. Oh uh-huh. God, he is so awesome in that. But God, he is such a horrible person at the same time. Uh huh. But no, the no, second that's a, game. That's a solo one. That's a solo one. I think the second game is because, like, yeah, the first one, like I said, it was fun, but it very much is like, hey, let's try to make a GTA clone in so mm-hmm. many ways. The second one was where they just embraced the cheese, and it became running around with a giant dildo bat. And yeah, was it, wasn't the dildo bat in the third one? Uh, it did. It carried over to every game afterwards, but it, it started in the first, the second one. Did it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, and I'll, then I'll uh, being in the second one. What was? What other things did they like really bring into the second one? Because I know the second one introduced a lot of. A, a lot, lot of, of fun, what carried a lot of over. Fun side quest stuff. Oh like, yeah, like, like, like covering the world. In, yeah, the insurance fraud, which is still <laughs> actually fun in the the what reboot or whatever you want to call that one that they just released. Which was, uh-huh. I will go out there and say it was a fun game. It was a fun time. I don't regret playing it. Did I buy it on a really de- discounted price? Yes. Was it fun? Yes. Does it live up to the namesake? Mm, not always. Uh, but no, but no, like the insurance fraud was great in the second one. I love doing the ones where you're driving around in the giant, uh, like, sewage truck, just spraying the, the city down uh-huh. in sewage. Like, all the side quests made those ones so much more fun. Uh-huh. And then you just have the completely irrelevant sense of mm. humor behind it. So. Uh-huh. All right, so my next one here is... Uh, and I'm not sure if you'll agree, but it goes along with my uh, okay. Mm-hmm. The, my the rules I established for myself of you know a skeleton b- that get, gets built on later on, and uh, that's a for uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I don't know. See, I, I I need to think on that one before I could say I agree. I I can definitely see arguments for it. I I liked the game. I'm just like but I think it was like so much between the first one and the second one that like. I wonder if you would agree with me more if you played the PS5 version. I did play the PS5 version. I thought you played it on PS4. The the second one? Uh-huh. No, I'm pretty sure I had my PS5 by the time I played it. Okay. okay. I could be wrong. I don't remember anymore, okay? It's I've played so many games. Because, you know, cuz uh, you know, it, it it the animations are so much better than the first one. Um 
you know, the story, I think, I think, uh, steps up. Um, but, uh, no, I, and, uh, I think they refined the combat even further because the combat in this one, you really have to think about how you're taking down the, the beast or the, or they're going to wreck you. Yeah. Now, if I remember right though, didn't they take away the lock on mechanic in the second one? Like you I, couldn't I, lock on to enemies. I believe so. And see that that kind of like I mean I I can't like I, that that's, that is really trying to get nitpicky though to say there's something that's wrong with that game though I can't I really like so I'm I'm not even gonna stick with that I'm just gonna say you know you're probably right because but the problem is I think I think my thing is when I think of the first game like I really have like problems in my head separating the two because they really do play like one big story. Like, it really feels like you finish the first one, the second one starts right as that first one's ending. Mm-hmm. So they bleed in together so much that I kind of look at them as one game almost. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's but fair. no, but I can't, I can't, like I said, I'm not going to, I can't argue it because, like, I love both those games. Mm-hmm. And I was especially impressed with uh, the leaps they made in animation because it's like, like the, Facial acting and stuff in that game is just well, stuff yeah, that we have. I remember oh, that one. I remember that much that, yeah, the, the faces. I mean, even though, like, they really weren't bad in the first one. No, no, but they really took it to another level. Like, like that, that woman that's her, 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 I can't remember her name now, but the one that was, uh, that, uh, her, 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 the actor she's based on was Carrie Ann, Mo- Carrie Ann Moss. No, that's Carrie Ann Moss in the game. That absolutely is her. I'm trying to remember which one was Carrie Ann Moss. Remember, she, uh, was she the she, villain? Uh, she was the 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 evil the evil woman that uh, you think she's the evil one, but she winds up being basically a double agent. She winds up helping you towards the end. Yeah, she was the one that like she was trying to take down the the king or whatever of that one. Uh, the one city that had like all the like propaganda videos you could watch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I I wasn't like. Well, no. See, if if I was gonna point to something to show you how far the facial stuff came from, it's anytime you you had um, Aloy having a conversation with the clone. Yeah. Because that's it. every like they have the same face, but. Even if you had a close-up, you could tell which one was which just by the way the face was, like, expressing. By just just the mannerisms, yeah. And that was... I remember that being the point where I'm like, holy shit, look how far we've come. You could have the same actress literally talking to themselves, Uh and you can tell who they are just, like, just looking at a face. Like, you could see it on on Aloy's face that... She cares about this clone, but at at the same time, she's disappointed in her. Well, she doesn't understand her is what is what I always kind of like. She she doesn't understand how someone that could come from the same person she's cloned of uh-huh. could be so could turn out so different. So be so meek. Be so yeah. Like I was trying. To, yeah, there we go. Meek. That's a good word. I was trying to think of the word for it, but like afraid of everything. Like uh-huh. she was so afraid of doing anything. Uh huh. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I guess I, you know, and that's one you'd think I would have thought of that one. Cause once again, like I'm, let's face it, I'm really into like the story driven gaming 
And that one yeah. does definitely fit into the story-driven gaming. Uh-huh. But, hmm. uh, okay. Uh, so what's next on yours? I'm going to go with one that... If it, I, I can see arguments both ways on this one. So I'm interested to see what you think on this one. Because once again, first game was great. Great characters. Gameplay. Yumi and Michelle had hours of fun on the original one and this one. But there are little things I could I could nitpick and say maybe hold it back from surpassing the original. And that's Left 4 Dead 2. Ooh. Because like I said... It takes everything that was great about the first game and expands it. Like I like the fact that they went to the fact like the campaigns in the second one actually told a a full story. Mm -hmm. I love the characters you play as in the second one. Mm -hmm. If there's one nitpick against it, it's I think adding all the extra special infected made it a little too packed with the special infected where with the original I, I one with that. you had a little more tension you'd be playing and all of a sudden you might hear something like oh god i think there's a smoker nearby now it just seemed like every five seconds special infected special infected uh-huh. special uh-huh. infected yeah yeah they, they come across as a little less special when they're yeah, there all the time but i i think in the in the long run you know pros versus cons i do think the second one takes everything that worked about the first one and and definitely made it made it better. I feel. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that one. And I, it doesn't hurt that it had the DLC that actually tied into the original one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, uh, the second one is clearly superior to the first one in every way. It just yeah, the, but my only I had I had the same knock on it that it's a little it's almost too chaotic with the amount of special infected. Like they 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 could if they wanted to ramp up the the intensity of the fights and everything they could have they could have just done more hordes it doesn't have to be special infected special infected special infected everywhere but i mean like it, it does say to something though that like even in that second game you know you're playing it yeah you may have more special infected but you hear a witch your butt still puckers or you uh-huh. hear that music that says oh god there's a tank coming your way uh-huh. you batten down the fucking hatches yeah God, so it's, great it still works, and it's really a shame that that like spiritual successor they did was just kind of a train wreck in the long run. That it's, it's like it's like they took they they took the, uh, that criticism that we have of, of part two and they turned it up in that game. Yeah, well, that's like, the fact that they made it like you have like the hub world and you go out yeah. and do missions, and it's like, and then it's like your your loadouts are like it's like card based crap. That's right. I forgot. Like it's been a while since I I, I gave it a shot because it was on Game Pass, and I remember I was uh-huh. just like, oh, yeah. This doesn't have the same magic. Yeah, it doesn't. It didn't. It it was missing. But you know, let's face it. The you know, Left for Dead Three was dead. Was like dead before it began because Valve doesn't know how to count to three. Nope. Nope. <laughs> just God, ask all so- the people who are still hoping for Half Life Three. It's never gonna happen. I know. I know it's well. No, now they've got Steam. That's all they focus on. Oh, oh. But um, but my list is pretty much at the end. The only thing I Ooh. I would add on here, as far as like, uh, and this is a good example of technology making making the sequel su- much superior to the first game, and that would be a uh, Halo Two. Okay. Because Halo Two inter- now, if you if you remember, Halo Two introduced Xbox Live. See, I didn't remember that Xbox Live launched with Halo 2. Yeah, and so I figured Halo that, 2 was still like LAN party stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, that was the only way you could play the first one was land party if you want to do multiplayer and split screen. But uh, no, um, no, that brought it. That brought in, uh, you know, it popularized huh. uh, using using a you know p- playing against people matchmaking over the internet. That could popularize it on consoles. No, I, I, I can't be mad at it. I mean, like, I still think the 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 peak of that series isn't even in the main storyline, and that's Halo Reach. But oh, I, I agree. I agree. I think that's my that's my high high water mark for that series too. But hmm. they, they, and, and, and you know the multiplayer in that game would have been perfect if they just tweaked armor lock. Tweaked it. I think trashed it. Just like- I don't think so. I don't think so. It's a cool ability, but it it, it needed more negatives for the person that was turtling with well, it. Well, it needed it needed to be nerfed majorly because yeah, the fact that you could just plug it down and just sit there and wait, and people could just like hit you with everything in the world, and it does nothing to like it. Like it wasn't like it had like a lifespan to it, so it's not like if you bombed it a couple times, it would break it itself because well, it, it only would. had so much damage. It would. It would. It, it would. Well, it only on, had a but, time limit on it. Yeah, and when that time limit went, when uh, exhausted, what happened? It put out an EMP that would knock everybody else's shields well, out. That's yeah, well, no, stupid. and that's that's what I'm getting at, though. It's like, so what it should have had instead was you slam down your fist and you stay in that, like you know, or what? I, can't, I think that's what it was. Like basically, you'd slam down your fist and it would put the shell around you. Uh-huh. But what, the problem was. If you had like needles in you, you had a plasma grenade on you, it would just shed that off of you. That's stupid. I think so too. Two, like I said, yeah, you hold it and people are just bombing you. Well, I think if that if that's a situation, it should have like basically like a health beat mirror to it. Like it has so many hit points. So like you're getting hit with stuff, it'll break that shield on you. It doesn't have just a time limit on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it definitely shouldn't send out an EMP because that was broken, because you could just like slam it real quick. And slam it and break it, and it would send out that EMP and hurt everybody's shields. Uh huh. So it was, yeah, it was definitely like proof of they did not think that through at no. all. No. But let's face it, but, Halo Reach is also the reason that we had fails of the week for so long. And oh, God, so I loved those videos. Mm hmm. Oh, Jesus. Was that Rooster Teeth? Yep. Okay. Yep. I see. I haven't. I haven't watched, tried to like see if they even still do that stuff with like more modern games anymore. Or not. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know if that channel is still around. Well, <laughs> aren't they the ones that are responsible for that anime that RWB? Like, I think it's called Ruby, but it's RWBY. I don't know. I, I could have sworn they're the ones that were like responsible. Like, I don't. Know. I remember it was a YouTube channel of some kind. Like, basically, is the the founders of that. But anyways, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I I, I I totally did not know that Halo Re or Halo Two was the beginning of Xbox Live though. For some uh-huh. reason, I thought Xbox Live actually came into prominence with the PS uh, or the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, not the oh, no. regular Xbox. Uh-huh. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. One of my next ones I'm going to go to. I don't. Chuck I don't. Horses and hung like a horse. Whoa. Horses are hung like Chuck. Sorry. Saying something about hung like a horse. What are you watching? Oh, uh, it was a TikTok video with a, uh, oh. a bunch, a bunch of Chuck Norris jokes. Oh, um, but I didn't no, realize it's, that was on my screen when I unlocked my phone. It's uh, it's this one is very recent. In fact, it's one that I just finished playing, but I really think it meets the criteria, and that's Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Man, I really feel like it took what worked with Breath of the Wild. I'm looking at this because like. 
But that's also the first like Legend of Zelda I can physically like I like that I personally played that I can physically say is a direct sequel to a ge- another Zelda game. Because mm-hmm. face it, the timeline to Zelda is really hard for me to understand. Yeah, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So this one, like, yeah, I think that they took what really worked for Breath of the Wild. They saw what people were probably saying, like, you know, let's face it, we both said like the dungeons were the biggest downfall to Breath of the Wild to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, the what the legendary animals or whatever they yeah, call they, them. Yeah, yeah, the 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 divine beasts. Divine beasts. Yeah. There you go. And like they were really kind of lackluster, and so was the final boss fight to me. I'm sorry that that last Ganon fight in in Breath of the Wild was did not live up to the the hype that was built for it. It was fine. <laughs> it was serviceable. But then you here comes Tears of the Kingdom, and man, they took everything that worked. And kept it. They got rid of... I really wish they... I still kind of wish they would have got rid of, like, breakable weapons. But I understand why they didn't. Yeah, I disagree. I I, I think the breakable weapons is is a good idea. Because it forces you to try different weapons. Well, I think the only reason it works better in Tears of the Kingdom than it did in the original one is the whole ability to forge weapons. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, because, like, oh, God, all I have is this stick... But I have these animal parts or these monster parts over here. Well, I guess I'm fusing them because I need some kind of weapon that's going to do some damage. Yep. So it may, at least they made it the breakable weapons have a better purpose, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt, felt with the first one, it was just, no, you just had breakable weapons and like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I don't have any weapons. Oh God, I got to go pick up this stick and hope to kill these, you know, creatures that are chasing me. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as like, I think the newer powers, like, given it's been a while since I played Breath of the Wilds, but I like the powers you get in in Tears of the Kingdom more. Like, the you know, I feel like they, they do a lot to improve the gaming, you know, especially, like, the, uh, what do they call the one where you, like, you basically go through the ground, you, like, you can fly oh, the, up. Uh, uh, ascend. Ascend, thank you, yeah. I think that one was a great quality of life addition to that game, because let's face mm-hmm. it, Early game, you're not going to be able to climb a lot of stuff. Well, if you get to the right position, you could at least get up onto a peak using that. Mm-hmm. So it made it so you could access things a little like a little easier. So that was great. Then yeah, then you have the forging ability, which allows you to you know like build random random shit that actually could help you out here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, like whether it's a raft to get across a, str- a river with a long strong current or whatnot. So I really think tears. I mean, given it's it's still fairly new, but I I still I'm still not gonna like you know I'm still not gonna t- leave it off because like I said I think it took what worked with Breath of the Wild and made it so much better. Hmm. No, I, I completely agree on that one, and and but I do worry that there's some recency bias in there for us that. That and months from now we'll look back on it and not feel that way. I don't think so though. I don't think so. I you know. You, you know, I think with the the recency thing, I think maybe you know you'll you'll get down the road and be like, okay, maybe this game, the game itself, wasn't like the end all be all. But I think you could still look at it and be like, no, okay, well, Breath of the Wild, you had this, this, and this. Where with Tears of the Kingdom, they took those things, refined them a whole lot, mm-hmm. found a way to make a much better, like actually tell the story a little more. Because I really think Breath of the Wild, like it was really kind of iffy on putting together a story um 
to me. Like the story was like it was a little harder to piece together to me. Mm-hmm. With Tears of the Kingdom, it's very clear to know. Okay, I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing this. Which is a weird complaint for me to have because, like, about Breath of the Wild, because the FromSoft games, a lot of the time, to understand why you're doing what you like, fighting the boss you're going off after, you do have to do a lot of like reading of items and talking to NPCs that are sometimes really hidden out of the way and. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of a weird thing that, like, with Tears of the, or with Breath of the Wild, I'm like, yeah, you're not giving me that story. <laughs> but then I love the FromSoft games, uh-huh. where I have well, to really work to find my lore. Yeah, every title hits different, so you just never know how it's going to grip you until you, until you, you know, really dig in and try. Yeah, that's, and, and, I, and I understand that. Um, so are you, you, you said you're all burned out of yours. Well, the only thing I have left, which is just it's a hacky pick. Is a uh, is a uh, Street Fighter two? Well, no, you can't. You can't argue that you, you cannot argue that Street Fighter two is better than <laughs> the original Street Fighter. I'm sorry, <laughs> I played the original Street Fighter once because I went to uh-huh. Wonderland when they had the free one down in Jansen Beach, and they had it. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, dude, there's actually a, like because I I'd never heard of Street Fighter one. I'd heard of like eight million different versions of Street Fighter two. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll give this one a shot. And I'm like, what the fuck is this game? Yeah. I mean, it's one step ahead of like karate like or whatever it was on uh, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but, but, but uh, t- t- to be fair, I, I, I actually think the third one's better than the second one. Oh, well, I, w- I won't argue that the third one or any of the alphas outshine Street Fighter 2. Yeah. I think yeah. that's where that that franchise really like like because you have like the animations on the characters in three and the alphas I think really kind of stepped up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though that's, I didn't realize the me. story on those games was like so weird, like the timeline <laughs> to the Street Fighter universe, I didn't realize how messed up that thing is. Because like <laughs> it goes Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two, everything up until Street Fighter Six. Is a prequel to Street Fighter Two. What? I know. I know the Alpha series is a prequel to Two. Three is one as well because they didn't. They like they killed off Bison at the end of Two. Well, they still wanted to use Bison, so they started doing all the games. Like I guess if you look at the timeline of like the games, it goes like one. Or I mean, I guess like well, yeah, the Alphas are before like Two. But, uh, but yeah, all of them, like, so I guess it's like, I'm guessing it goes one, the alphas, two, mm-hmm. or no, no, sorry, all of no. them take place between one and two, pretty much. Well, I, no, I don't even know not, where one not, fits in, but. Because that's not true, because in three, four, and five, the existing char- characters like Ryu and Ken are, are progressively older in each game. I'm just going based on what was it? Uh, it was major spoilers. Was talking about it the other, like on one of their last couple of shows. They're wrong. They're wrong. They're they were doing wrong. And like, I guess, well, no, I guess they brought up like a, a sheet that like was somebody broke down the timeline of it. That I guess, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't do the research myself. But what I've heard is, yeah, basically, almost everything takes place before two. Because six is the first game to be further down the timeline than two, 
because they didn't want to get rid of Bison. Eh, I don't know. That sounds like horseshit to me. I don't know. Like, I'll, maybe there. I'll, I'll admit there needs to be some Google foo involved in here because I'm yeah, need to go seriously. back and look at it. But anyways, no. But I can't argue that two is much better than one. But yes, the, some of the later games are way better than two. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Let's see. What other ones do I have on here? Okay. Here's one that goes. I think where the, the series found its footing the best. Like, don't get me wrong, I love the first game in this franchise. I lost track of how many hours on the original PlayStation I put into this game. Tony Hawk's Underground. I think the Underground game is where Tony, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games found the best version of themselves. Don't get me wrong, between one and two, <laughs> you had a really good quality jump. I was going to say, like... But I'm I'm going with just, I guess, the one where I feel like it really found itself to be what it could be. Like, what I always saw could be in there. And that's because Underground, you introduce, like, the somewhat... um, Like, you don't just go into a map and you've got a time limit on that map. Uh You're on a map. You can go around and talk to people to get quests to do, like, certain tricks. or And it made it into more of a... It kind of what It was like... I wouldn't really say a full open world because it really wasn't, but it made it feel more open. It fa- made it feel more like you were exploring. Um, so yeah, I, I, I you know, and, and I, I freely admit that there's probably a lot of people who probably think that two is probably worth, cause I, you know, I think the biggest argument would be for two to be the best game in the series because uh, on, on the other side of it, because one was great two really expanded on what they could do. I really think 3 was... Eh. I mean, other really? than playing as Wolverine on a skateboard, like 3 <laughs> really didn't... So stupid. Yes. It, well, second one had Spider-Man. Uh-huh. No, but that was cool. Because no, he kicked uh, kick, kick foot the board then went it right back to his feet. That was awesome. Dude, no, I remember like the Wolverine <laughs> one was pretty bad because you do a thing and he'd like use his claws to p- poke it and bring it back to his feet. <laughs> Which they probably just used the same animation from Spider-Man using his web to the Wolverine's claws and just put the claws through it instead of a, a web. But that's beside the point. But no, like no, I, I, I could see, but like to me, like Underground was the one that I'm like, okay, this is what this franchise should be. Unfortunately, they took what happened with Underground and they just kind of tried to get further and further out there and try to get more and more, you know, what's the word for it, um, experimental. And I think it started kind of mm-hmm. falling at that point, yeah. especially about well, the time you get to the point, especially about the time you get to the point where you have the special um, skateboard controller to do all everything. And I'm well, like, uh, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's Activision for you. They, yeah. they, 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 uh, stumble across the cash cow. They ride it into the ground. Yeah, it just becomes it just becomes a money money trying to print money rather than like trying to actually make a good quality you know, they, product anymore. They, they, they did that with that series. They did that with uh, the Guitar Hero games. Call you know, of Duty. That, uh, well, Call of Duty's still going strong, shockingly. I thought for yeah, sure but that would but, but the games haven't been great in a long time. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't mind. Like, okay, I will actually, never mind. I will take that back slightly. Because that the relaunch of the, uh, the um, Modern Warfare game, the first one at mm-hmm. least, I haven't played the second one yet, was back to what I loved about the Call of Duty games. Well, the, uh, that second one is actually on sale right now. Like, 38 bucks. <sighs> I... I saw that. I'm like, oh, I almost, almost pulled the trigger. Because the first, the first one was strong. It really was. 
Especially when you like when you play it and you realize like what it's doing, you're like, okay, no, I like this. Um, but yeah, wow. Um, yikes. Now I might have to think about getting that second one. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'll like I've got enough games to play as a problem, so I really don't need that to be on sale right yeah. now. You know, it's on sale. Yeah, our backlog um, is gonna is gonna outlast our lives pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um. Like yeah, the other ones I can just kind of throw out there and let you let you know see what you have to say on them because like eh, some don't like uh, the other one I'd say is uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance two. The first one was great. You know, I thought you were, I thought you were going to say Marvel vs. Capcom two, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's another one I didn't even think of. Like, but then again, like let's face it, I haven't really thought about like I don't really play very many fighting games anymore, so I really don't think uh-huh. about those games very much. Although. Marvel's Capcom 2, yes. That game is one, like, I would kill for them to do a modern, like, really bump up the graphics, but keep the core of that game itself. Well, well, they did Marvel vs. Capcom 3, where they bumped up the graphics and all that, and it's just like... Well, that's because they also made it, like, everything behind a paywall. Yeah. I want to say they went with a real pay-to-play mentality on that one, which is, like... Which is the core of why that second that second one was awesome? Because yeah, you just had to like earn it by doing like random shit throughout the game. You got to unlock yeah. all the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, yeah, uh, but Marvel Ultimate Alliance two, yeah, that's a good one. Um, it's a shame that the remakes that they did for those or the remasters were not very well done. They didn't. They did remaster. I didn't even know they did remasters of the Ultimate yeah, Alliance the, games, and they're they're not good. They're but I, I. But then again, I'm a sucker for the dungeon crawler games. So like you mm-hmm. know, like the 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 like Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance. Yeah, the Dark Alliance yeah. games. They did the X Men ones before they did the Marvel Ultimate Alliance ones, and I remember those mm-hmm. ones being great. Mm-hmm. Um, although I did hear Marvel Ultimate Alliance three was pretty bad. That was I think it's a Switch exclusive. Uh huh. I heard it was pretty okay, but okay. Well, I, that's one of those ones that maybe at some point in time I'll give it a shot, just because hopefully hoping the nostalgia gets me through it. Um, yeah, there's that one, and then you know you you came with Silent Hill too, and that that one really should have supplanted my thoughts on this one, which I was going to go to Resident Evil Four because well, Resident Evil One yeah. to Two is a good jump. Three is oh, best yeah. kind of left. On its own, it's a fine, it's an okay game, but not the greatest. But four is the one that you know there has to be a reason. There's been so many remake remakes of that one. It's been launched on ha- like that and Skyrim have been made on every system since it came out. Yeah, yeah, the big three in that regard are what Skyrim, Resident Evil Four, and uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, which Grand Theft Auto Five can die a horrible death at this point in time, and I'd be just fine because. The only reason that game keeps getting ported to ever, or brought over to everything is for the online service, which mm-hmm. is the only online service that is more toxic than a Call of Duty multiplayer. <laughs> oh my god! No, dude. Like I, I played it for a little bit when I was living with that buddy of mine. Uh, buddy of mine, you know, in the town mm-hmm. as I first moved out, and dude, it was, it was fun until. You get to the like it was fun as long as you get your own server. If you got stuck in a server with random people, they would just basically sit somewhere and wait for you to be doing something and just come and grief you the entire time. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all they wanted to do. Yeah, and it's like that's, dude, what the whole, that's what the whole game is all about. I'm minding my own fucking business. <laughs> Go 
Go fuck your sister or something. I don't know. Dang. Actually, <laughs> chances are most of those kids need to be going and doing their fucking homework because most of them were probably like 10 or 12 years old. <laughs> and that gets into another whole thing. Where the fuck are your parents that you're playing this game? Well, that system is their babysitter. And see, you know, I... I I want to judge on that, but let's face it, how many hours I put into... Well, actually, no. My parents like pretty much regulated how often I was on my systems. So, a- you know, I mean, yeah, was I on my system a lot? Yeah, but when it was time to do my homework, man, I'd get my ass kicked if I said, no, I'm going to sit here and play my video games and not do my homework or do my chores. Uh, right. And this is the same generation where, you know, hey, when the, the when the street lights come on, at least check in. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, tits having his old uh, things were better in my yeah. day rant. And remember to stay off my damn lawn while you're at it. No, um. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it's just one of those things when you think about it. It's like, dude, one, how the fuck am I still alive? Some of the stupid shit I did as a kid. But I'm really mm-hmm. glad there was no internet for most of it because now there's no record of any of it. Kids grow mm-hmm. up these days, everything's on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, you can't do anything without it being found out. So, well, there's indeed. a paper trail, well, a digital trail. But uh-huh. uh huh. Anyways, what was that? Was that Jose uh, telling you it's time to eat? No, that was Jose telling me to get the fuck out of his face. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mia put- to get out of his face. I thought you said me. I'm like, like oh, I'm no. like, dude, were you were in why were you up in Toby's face? Or uh or- Jose's face. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, uh pu- puppy energy. You know, oh, let's yeah, well no, pu- that's that's a real thing. Yeah, and old dogs don't like it. No. No, they don't. I remember <laughs> Watching Sirius and Weasley interact with Diego. Uh-huh. Never worked out well. <laughs> yeah. Like, back the fuck up. We don't move at your speed. Leave us alone. <laughs> well, actually, they're just looking at him like, go the fuck away. Yeah. I'm just minding my business. Indeed. <laughs> <sighs> but, but anywho, we're going to... Yeah, go it's, it's about that time. Yeah. So... With that, I will say thank you all for listening. Uh, if you'd like to tell me that I'm wrong about any of my thing, my uh, picks today or any of them that Tony are wrong, you can reach me at standstrongcast at gmail.com. And yeah, thanks. Thanks to everybody for supporting me on the, like all my, uh, all the people close to me who support me on doing this. And thank you for joining me. So, with that, I will say adieu. Adieu.